and welcome to House on 1500, where we connect sisters one story at a time. You are listening to episode five. Hi, girls. How are you? So hey. good. Apparently, we're all a little silly today, but it's going to work out this time. <laughs> well, it's been a hot awesome. second year since we've done a podcast. The last one we did was in June, and it's now yeah. the middle of September. So we're all just kind of silly to be doing this again. But today we are going to, last episode, Annie shared with us um, the podcast Bold New Mom. It's one of her favorites. It's become one of my favorites. What about you, Megan? Is it something that you're... Uh, so I went, every time I listen to it, I really like it, but for some reason it doesn't occur to me that I should listen to it often. Does that make sense? So when I think, yeah. oh yeah, I wanted to listen to Bold New Mom, and every time I do, I'm like, oh yeah, this is really good, but it has not yet become a routine mm. thing for me. Like and I don't know why, because I really, really like her. I just, I don't actually listen to any podcast. But maybe right. I should since well, we're recording a podcast. Um, yeah. There's <laughs> oh, hey. a little secret. You're on a podcast, so. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Annie challenged us to listen to an episode or two, and then we'll talk about that episode. I am going to go first because I don't want anybody else to take my episode. <laughs> then, we will, <laughs> then we will continue. And I can't even remember the episode number of it. I wanted to see if okay. I could um, find oh, it yeah. real quick. but uh-huh. Oh, I did. It's episode 91 from nice. Bold New Mom. It was actually the very first episode that I ever listened to on Annie's mm-hmm. uh, guidance. And I say mm-hmm. guidance because she had been asking me to listen to these podcasts for I don't know how long, Annie, like months, really. And I kept thinking, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds uh-huh. good. And I knew it was probably good because <laughs> usually I like the things that Annie recommends, but I just right. never did it. And then yeah. I was having struggles with a few different different scenarios, different, difficult people in my life. And I thought, all right, I'm going to listen to this one because I'll just take help from anyone at this point because I exhausted <laughs> all my resources and yeah. it literally changed my life. It is only, um, I don't know how long it is, like 30 minutes or something like that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it literally changed my life. And one of the things uh, that I liked about it is she talks about how you get to decide how you feel. It doesn't matter if somebody is intentionally offending you, which most people aren't, let's be honest. There are very few right. situations where... People are yeah. intentionally, like they woke up that morning and they said, you know, I'm really going to try and hurt Emily today. That sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. um, but mm. they, so they usually aren't trying to offend you, but even if they are trying to offend you, you still get to choose whether you're offended or not. And that was just such an aha moment for me because I thought, mm-hmm. that's right, I why am I giving them my power? Because yeah. the only person who gets to control my feelings is me unless I decide that somebody else is going to control them. But I still have to decide 
that somebody right. else is going to control them. And so that was a really powerful one for me. And literally, literally, like I'm not being facetious. This is not mm-hmm. yeah. just something to say that my life literally changed in that 30 minutes. And I thought it was great. Right. I did. That so is one that I have mentioned. Yeah. Okay, okay, Megan, what about you? Annie, we're going to keep you for last because you've been fine. listening oh, for yeah. longer. So, well, Megan, what about you? So I did listen to the difficult people one, and that one was really, really good. And that's actually something, like, I've taken that and used it with my children when they are, you know, because children are children, and they're still trying Mm -hmm. to navigate their emotions and what's an appropriate way to show their emotions and things like that. And, you know, and and I'll tell them, I said, it's okay that you feel this way, but you're choosing to feel this way. I need you to understand that this is your choice. Like, this is... You know, and, and that, um, you know, if, if somebody steals a Lego or took the last Pop-Tart or who even knows, you know, right. gave them the life wrong changing. color bowl, life-altering life yeah. decisions here, you know, that they, yeah. to give the sibling the benefit of the doubt that it wasn't on purpose, they weren't trying <laughs> to ruin their life yeah. with the wrong color bowl, they weren't, you know, that but that they were choosing their emotions and how they were feeling was entirely on them. And that, I mean, they're still kids and I can't say that they no longer lose their cookies over the wrong color bowl, but I will say that it's, you know, it's, I know that they hear it and someday they'll understand it right now. It's over their head, but I know that they're at least they're hearing it and it will start planting that I'm in control of this. This is my choice so that eventually, someday, hopefully, they can then get better control over their emotions. But so I did really like that one. And I have used two along with my kids, something where she also says, like, it's totally okay if you want to feel this way. I have some suggestions or different options of different thoughts you can have if you're if you want them, you know, Mm -hmm. so I'm I like that. That's great. Not like. She's not like just say, hey, you should feel this. You should feel grateful that you have all these toys to choose from or you should feel, you know, whatever it is that we want our kids to feel instead of being frustrated or upset or angry. She just says, you know, she just gives them that option. Hey, you can stay in this place if you like to. That's your choice. I have some other thoughts that you can have if you want want to move on, you know. So, and I love that. I don't always remember to do that. But I feel like it kind of... It, it does I almost feel like a release come from my kids because they feel like oh it is my choice if I want to feel this way mm-hmm. and they almost switch quicker to wanting to feel differently than if I try to talk them out of how they're feeling you know what I mean right it's kind of interesting yeah. it is it really just gives them that control they can choose what they want to feel which is a novel right. idea right they can choose that and I have some other suggestions when they're ready if they want to sometimes it's fun to be sad Sometimes I like to be yeah, grumpy, yeah. you know, and yeah. I would imagine I feel the same way, and they just want to be grumpy for a minute, and that's totally okay. So yeah. when I remember, that's a good one to use. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's so. great. I like that a lot. But the other one <clears throat> that I listened to recently um, was, oh, let me, let me, episode, oh, shoot, guys, I'm sorry, but it's how to have habits you wish came naturally mm-hmm. to you. One of her mm-hmm. yeah. earlier ones, like in the first 10, something like that. Yes. And I don't know. I just, I really 
liked a lot of it because it talked about how self-discipline is the key to success. And, but she took it more beyond that because you can't, you could bully yourself into doing something or not doing something and have all the self-discipline in the world, but it's not going to last if you don't have the right motivation. And I really liked that because you can, you can tell yourself, nope, not going to do it. I said I wasn't going to and I'm not going to, but you are going to fight yourself every step of the way if you don't find the motivation that makes you want to make that a habit. And I thought that yeah. was really great. Um, yeah. You know, that's and it talks about four for everybody listening. It's episode four. Uh, how to thank you. How to yeah. have the habits you wish came naturally. Yeah. Anyway, so I really liked it. And uh, she talked about some key points for, you know, finding the right motivation is that what motivates us is how we want to feel. Almost everything that we choose to do or want to do is because we want a certain emotion. We want to feel something specific. And so finding the motivation or finding how we want to feel will help us discover what it, what our motivation actually is. So, you know, she's talking about like if you want to eat healthier or if you want to, if you're upset about the state of your home, you know, how your house looks or either looks, cleanliness, clutter, whatever, you know, something like that. And you want to make it change, but you don't, you struggle with that all the time. You know, what do you want to feel when your house is clean? You know, you want to, you know, is it because you want it to look good for other people? Cause that's, never going to be enough like that's never going to be enough motivation to make you do it because people don't come over every day you know like things like that but it's it's that you want to show respect you want to show your kids what respect is for property you want to take you want to be a good mom you know you want to show your kids and take care of your children that you know as far as like the eating healthy and providing good food for your children because you want to help them live healthy lives and you want to be a feel like you're a good mother, you know, things like that. Finding the emotions behind it will help you have the motivation to do it. Anyway, I just, right. I just really liked it. But one thing that I really, really liked is because <clears throat> she was talking about how everything that we do is because we want to feel something. She said yeah. that you don't actually need to change anything in your life to access mm-hmm. the emotions you want to feel. You are 100% capable of feeling what you want to feel right now even though nothing has changed in this second. And I thought that was really powerful. I mean, and difficult, obviously. It depends on what's going on in your life and what you're wanting to feel. But but it's, it's true. Like I, you guys know, but the few people listening might not know that aren't our mom. But a couple of years ago, my son was in the hospital multiple times. Over a six month period, he was hospitalized three different times for almost two weeks each time and it was so 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 hard and by the third time I was no longer coping appropriately and in that moment if somebody had said you have the ability to access happiness right now I would have wanted to flip him off and probably punch him (laughs) in the face a little bit because I did not I did not feel capable of that but at the same time there were moments of happiness I did find I did still find joy in my life, even though it was really, really hard. You know, I, it was, it would have been hard for me to hold on to it, but I don't think that that was appropriate at that point in my life anyway. You know, does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah. 
but it is still possible. Like you, you can access the emotions that you want regardless of what's going on in your life. And I think that is well, really amazing. And well, I think feeling positive oh, sorry. and, and uh, joyful is still possible in the face of trials. It's harder. Um, yes. And sometimes I think you're right. I think we've been ingrained in society to think, oh, we can't, we can't feel those things if we're having a hard time. Like we have to feel stressed and we, because that means it, it matters and right. it's weighty. And, and so I think it's also a mindset of, yeah, things can still matter, but you can still not throw yourself into or not let yourself be thrown into a pit. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Like, yeah, maybe slow down a little and not be, you know, super buoyant, but still staying on the top. But I still think it's something right. you'd have to practice and work through and it's not an easy thing, but you're right, it's possible. She talks a lot about, you know, clean pain and dirty pain and, you know, not processing grief and have be, having moments of depression or sorrow or any of those things are actually bad to just stuff it down. So I think it's just yeah. recognizing I need to like lean into this feeling so I can process it. Um, but then knowing when you've moved on to dirty pain, when you're in the bitter stage and when you're just still like mm. circling the drain mm. and it's not really productive, you know? So I think, I think there's moments for all of it, but it is, it is our choice whether we want what, how we want to respond to life. And, you know, like you said, Megan, it's, it's very empowering to, to kind of like remind ourselves, yeah, I get to choose how I want to feel. Yeah. Well, and don't you think that, I mean, I haven't heard this, I haven't listened to the one that talks about clean pain, dirty pain. That sounds mm -hmm. very interesting to me. I'm going to have to research that. It does. Um, but it sounds like that is also a choice. Like whether you yes. make it clean pain or dirty pain. Do you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. yeah. if you, if somebody says something that is hurtful, it's okay to feel hurt for a second or sure. however long you meet, need. But as mm -hmm. soon as it starts, like you said, making you circle the drain and I always call it having shower conversations, yes. which by the way, yes. I'm not good at. I really win those <laughs> all the time. Yes. Yeah. Then it becomes dirty pain. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's okay to recognize that that was hurtful and maybe even possibly impactful uh -huh. in your life, but then not yeah. letting it seep into your life. Because mm -hmm. you can't just go yeah. around going, oh, nothing's happening, everything's fine, because no. that's not yeah. reality, nor, nor is that growth promoting. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so it sounds like um, you can have a choice whether it's clean or dirty pain as well. Yes, for sure, for sure. It's called Stay in Your Business. And she talks about God's business, other people's business, and your business. And that was a really good one. Like, I'm going to save this for when I'm going through something really hard. Because <laughs> I knew yeah. it would be very impactful. But um, she also just talks about just when you have, when you add meaning to suffering, then it totally changes your perspective of why you're going through what you're going through. Versus like, yeah for me or this stinks it's like okay this has meaning and she's super funny she's you know she's like I always envision I'm going to give a TED talk one day on this topic <laughs> that's, why I'm going, that's why I'm going through it so I can be an expert and be able to share what I've learned you know <laughs> yeah so I just like that kind of mental yeah. 
it's just true. It's true. You only gain through your experiences and can help and share. Yeah. If you choose to make them teaching moments. Yes. For sure. Absolutely. Or they can cripple you forever if you choose to hold on to it and never progress. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's definitely a choice. And, and I feel like some people are <clears throat> inherently or, or naturally better at some of that than others. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I know several people who are, you know, they're, they're victims in their life and everything that happens is an affront and, and a slight and clearly was intended to hurt them or push them down or, or whatever, you know, whatever yeah. negative emotion they feel. And that is their, that's their jerk reaction is to feel like that. And I think obviously they can 100% change. Like I, I think they could have a new perspective and yeah. a new nerd you know, a new reaction, but it would take a lot of effort. And then there's other people who are just more upbeat and positive and, you know, sunshine and rainbows as like, that's just who they are. So I think for, you know, it depends on who you are. Some of this is going to come more natural than, than for others, but I think it's still something that everybody should work on and it benefits everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So, Stay in your own business is episode 107 for those listening on the podcast, Bold New Mom. There's a clean parenting episode. She has three on clean parenting, which are really great. I've saved those. And then um, one on marriage or a couple on marriage that have actually been really beneficial for me. So one of her little taglines, and then we can kind of move on because I seriously could talk about this forever. (laughs) I love this topic. Yeah. Um, But it's about about how we we as individuals are supposed to fulfill our own needs. It's not up to our spouses yeah. or anybody else to fulfill our own needs. And so we get to decide what needs we need. You know, that's obviously the first step. And then decide how you fulfill it. And then your spouse is just there to love and to have fun yeah. with. So it's not up mm-hmm. to them. So if you're needing a husband or a wife or whatever who is a really great listener, but maybe that's not their strong suit, then you go find someone who is. You go find someone who's yeah. a strong you know, that fulfills that need for you, and and then you can still just love, and they can just show up how they are without needing to fit a certain, she calls, we all have, like, manuals of what we think yeah. a spouse should be, and um, we just need to get rid of those and just love them where they're at and take care of our, our emotional needs so that we can be um, just present. And, you know, so I thought that was really great. I really liked how yeah. it kind of shifted. Um, you know, and you always think, oh, if they only would do this, this would be great. Right. You know, like yeah. that would change everything, you know. Um, and it's not to say you don't, you can't ask requests of them or say hey I would really love this but if they don't do it it's not that they you don't add meaning to them not doing it so right anyway I like I like that phrase you don't add meaning to them not fulfilling your expectation exactly that's a very I think I do that with my kids all of the time all of the time like they (laughs) I ask them to go do something and then they go and Uh read a book or they go Uh and just goof off or and I get I feel I choose to feel so frustrated because in my brain that means they're being disrespectful to me because Mm -hmm. if they respected me they would do what I asked 
the first time. Right. But in reality, they're kids and work is mm-hmm. dumb. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. they, when, right. in reality, they're, they're kids. And as soon as mom isn't looking, the book that yeah, they can't put down is going to yeah. call them. And they probably are going to say, uh-huh. oh, I'm just going to read for five minutes. And yeah. then five minutes turns into, you know what I mean? But yeah, instead, absolutely. I put all this meaning into them not mm-hmm. performing Right, that's a I personal, yeah, it's yeah, a personal it's super attack. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and she, she so. also said one last thing, and she said yeah. that connection is in relation to your marriage, but this really goes to anybody. It's how you are feeling about them, not what they ever do. It's what our mm-hmm. thoughts about them that make us feel connected. And she gave a great point, like, you know, she's like, I feel like I'm best friends with Kelly Ripa. Because I, you know, like, I love her and I love her personality. She's like, but she doesn't even know me. But I have this connection to her. And that's all about my thoughts about her. Mm -hmm. And so she just related that to your marriage. If you're not feeling like you have a connection with your spouse, that's all about your thoughts about your spouse that are causing that disconnect. And you totally can do a 180 and change that and and look for ways that you are connected or what that, what does connection really mean? You know, you have to define what does it mean to be connected? Yeah. And anyway, I just love that. Cause it's so true. Like, I feel like yeah. I'm connected to Joe, to Jody Moore. I feel like I know her super well. <laughs> like, right. I, I feel really, I feel really close to her, but not, not because we've, she even knows me or knows anything about my life. So anyway, right. just little great nuggets. They're just so good. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Thanks for introducing that to us, Annie. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. All right. Moving on. We are going to go to our next segment, and this is the stretch portion of the podcast, and it's where one of the sisters brings to light something new to the other two sisters or something that they are just, they have the best crush on. So Annie's stretch last week was Bold New Mom. And now Megan gets to share with us something new. All right. So, you guys, I feel super silly about this because we just talked about, like, deep emotions and feelings (laughs) and all these, like, life-changing things. And I'm going to talk about funny (laughs) T-shirts. Yay! I love funny T-shirts. Funny T-shirts. So, there is a website that I love, and it's called $6shirts.com. Yes. And it just, so I, I found it because I was looking for a shirt for my husband for Father's Day. And um, so he's a big, all kinds of gamer, board gamer, video gamer, all of it. Not so much sports ball, but, you know, the other kinds of games. He's totally into it. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, those sports balls. Oh. I know. <laughs> Uh, so I found a shirt and it had the classic Nintendo controller, you know, the one that just had A, B, and the little arrows. And so it had a picture of it and it said classically trained. And I thought it was so fun. And so I started looking into this website and they're so good and they're cheap. They're like $6, hence the $6 shirts. It ranges from $6 to $12. $12 is the max. But I like them because mm-hmm. you can pick like... You can pick your your design or your image or your phrase or whatever, and then they usually have several color options. So you can pick what color of shirt that it's on. But I mean, they have, <laughs> so they have, and maybe they're only going to be funny to me, but I think they're funny. <laughs> yeah. So they have, like, they have. Do you guys remember um, 
Now I can't even remember. Oregon Trail when we were in yeah, a, I just saw a, that a, one. <laughs> yes, I'm <laughs> looking too. So it's got the picture of the like the covered wagon and it looks yes. like the font. <laughs> it's so funny. And then there's this one that says more cowbell from the Saturday Night Live. Yes. Oh my yes. God, it's got a cowbell. <laughs> I love and, that. And I mean, they, they have, a lot of them are super geeky, right? Because yes. that's just what gets on right. shirts a lot of the time. But mm-hmm. they have other ones that I probably shouldn't think are funny because they're slightly <laughs> inappropriate. But there's there's one that has a picture right. of a fox on it, and it says zero fox given. <laughs> And I just laugh every time. I laugh so hard. But I don't know that I can actually buy that shirt because right. I don't know. People would think. But anyway, so I really, uh, so I had bought the classically trained shirt for my husband for Father's Day, yes. and he loved it. Yes. And so yes. then he was looking for more shirts. And on this mm-hmm. website, they have, you can, you can buy them individually, or um, mm-hmm. for the ones that are six dollars, you could buy ten of them for only fifty. So they're really five dollars each. Mm-hmm. So he went yeah, through and yeah. bought a whole lot of them. He bought the upside down Ooh. from Stranger Things and the dysentery one uh-huh. and a whole bunch of others. Cute. Anyway, so when you find yourself wanting to just dumb it down for a minute and you just <laughs> want to laugh and browse through something uh, fun, yeah, you can uh, check yeah, out six dollars shirts. Are they so funny? So fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's one that says I do marathons, but marathons uh-huh. is in the Netflix font. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's so <true. laughs> funny. Anyway, so not, you know, yeah. deeply profound, but that is something oh, that I enjoy. Yes. So have you bought <laughs> yeah, have no. you gotten any? Megan, have you have gotten I? any? Yeah. No, but I'm going to. Like, I was looking at them the other day. Yeah, I was like, sure. I want some shirts. Um, yeah. Well, so now I'm trying to even remember. There was, oh, guys, I, I had it in my head. of Because uh, it was, there's one that I like, which is not funny. I just think it's cute. But there's right, just a right. cute anchor one. I really like, uh-huh. oh, uh, I'm trying to decide between. So I was a huge X-Files fan back in yes, my childhood. And I'm still, I'm still a big fan, even though it's, you know, not on. But I, I like it. So there's, they have the I Want to Believe with the UFO, mm-hmm. you know, that, that classic oh. X-Files thing. But then they also yeah, have yeah. a an I Want to Believe with Santa and his reindeer going across. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> so I can't decide between those two because I think they're both real. Like, I would like the, the classic one because it's X-Files, yes. and that was a yes. big part of my life. But the Santa one is just, it's just funny. So, yeah. Yeah, that's um, yeah. yeah, it's an enjoyable I'm thing. Lost on this site for a little bit. I know yeah. you're going to waste your time, aren't you? You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, anyway. So. Um, oh, funny. speaking of shirts, though, and going back to a, a previous podcast, so I've been watching a lot of Alex Steele. Yeah, because uh, he's awesome. YouTube. And so I really wanted anybody who hasn't listened to that episode. He's mm-hmm. a 19-year-old blacksmith in England, England, I believe, Europe anyway. Yes. Anyway, England, and he's amazing, and his cinematography is awesome. Okay, go ahead, Mix. Anyway, so I've been watching a lot of Alex Steele, and he has shirts. And I've yeah. Yeah, thought about I've thought about buying some shirts, and I really had, so he had a, a, 
a little contest that if you bought an August yeah. shirt and took a picture, that then they pick one of those people to come to his workshop in England. They pay for you know. to come. Oh and so God. I wanted to buy Emily a shirt. Oh, <laughs> so there's so good. Well, yeah, and the shirt I wanted to buy you wasn't an August shirt. I wanted to buy you, well, there were two. I either wanted to get you the fantastic shirt. Yes, you said fantastic all the time. And the other one was was less yak yak and more whack whack. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I think that does it for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Annie and Megan for your insights and introducing me to $6 t-shirt, sorry, $6 shirts is what it's called. And I'm so excited to go waste some time on that. Wouldn't that be so funny if we just started sending each other random shirts? (laughs) Every now and again, we just get a shirt in the mail and we have to figure out what this sister is trying to say to us. I love that. Let's just make it happen. Yeah, I'm not. Cool. I'm not gonna, I'm not sending flowers to anybody anymore. I'm just sending. I know, right? Yes, I'm sending you. And then I'm not explaining why I'm doing that. I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so awesome. much for joining us. Right. We will see you again next episode. Bye. Okay, bye. bye.